0: Welcome to Witchlit, a place to talk about the craft of writing and writing the craft. I'm your host, Victoria Raschke, author, publisher, witch, and nosy Scorpio. Diego de Oshasi is a combata and orisha priest in Brazil with 12 plus years of magical practice. Diego runs a publishing company dedicated to Afro-American spirituality. With six books published in Portuguese and three in English, Diego gives counseling with cowrie shell Divination and presents lectures and research about pagan and African magical traditions all over the world. Diego, welcome to Witchlet.
1: Hi, Victoria. Thank you a lot for inviting me to the show. It's an honor to be with you talking about all this African-American and African-Brazilian magic we have to do.
0: Yes, I'm excited to have you on. And I really I read Sacred Leaves and I really enjoyed it. Um, So I'm excited to talk to you about the process of that book coming into the world. But the first question we ask everybody is in this time of podcasts and social media and all that stuff, why write?
1: Why write? Uh, You know that this was this is something I ask myself almost every day. And the thing is, especially for a talk, when we talk about African magic and African Brazilian or African American magic, we must understand and remember that African traditions are based in oracle, uh, in oracle. Sorry, in, uh, in oral transmission. So a lot of its traditions, a lot of its magic, a lot of its foundations, and a lot of its rituals get, got lost in time due to this only oral. Uh, passing of uh, lessons, of teachings, and le- and learning. So, even though we are in a very digital uh, world nowadays, we str- I strongly believe that we must uh, re- register this history. We must write, write out, and write down all this history, all these traditions, all these uh, customs, uh, and and the way we think when we are inside a temple, the way we work when we are inside a temple, and how we can, and this is something I took as a life model, if, if that's the right way to say, to take all inside temple traditions that can become public to all public outside the temple. So to get the word of the Orishas to the world, to get the wisdom of the Orishas known throughout the world. And I think that's the the only way of keeping those registries, keeping this history for history, is writing it. So that's the, the main idea. Digital contents are uh, are fluid. <laughs> I guess that would be the best word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we talk about we talk a lot in on the internet. We talk uh, we talk a lot on social media. We create a lot of contents, but who really listens to us? who really consume our contents. Uh, once, I, once I heard, I guess it was the, the owner of Facebook or Bill Gates saying something like, internet is like a huge park where everybody is talking and no one is, no one is listening. And at least the, the, the print book, the, the, the written word, it will will become an object. We'll we go to libraries. We'll go to schools. We'll spread this world. This word for for more time. I, I guess that's the idea.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, make a
1: legacy. That,
0: yeah, no, that totally makes sense. I, I had not heard that about the party with everybody talking and nobody listening, but boy, is that true. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a good, good description. I always describe Twitter as um, screaming into the void and drinking from the fire hose at the same time.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, um,
0: um, so like I said, the, the most recent book when we're talking is Sacred Leaves, but you have another book coming out later this year but I kind of wanted to ask you, like, I know you're, you're the first person I've had on the show who's had books translated from the language they were written in. Oh, so I really great. wanted to talk about like the original publishing journey of Sacred Leaves, because it was like a three volume set, right, or three volumes in Portuguese, and then translated into English as this one volume published with Llewellyn. So can you talk mm-hmm. a little bit about like that process of writing and translation and...
1: Yeah, you know that uh, on African Brazilian magic, and especially on African Brazilian religions, we have a saying that uh, says that with, uh, without leaf there is no God, without leaf there is no Orisha. And that's the most amazing true, uh, truth of these traditions. Because every ritual from the most basic herbal bath for spiritual cleansing or for protection to the most complex ritual for initiation or to summon a god or, a, or an African god or an African goddess, we must have leaves to do the work, to do the magic. And the whole process of the Sacred Leaves trilogy, as it as it's called in Brazil in Portuguese edition. Uh, it started by the. It, it was an organic, an organic process. Being a a orish, priest, people always ask me, "Oh, what can I do for uh, spiritual cleansing? What can I do to protect myself? What can I do to uh, to, to become more uh, uh, more lovable or any any kinds of goals?" And the thing is that for housemate rituals the most uh the most basic ones are the most successful ones. And I used to 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 say, oh, you can do a herbal bath of this or that leaf. You can do uh burn an incense or burn a fumigation at your house and do something like this. But and and we were we were talking about the the social networks and the spread along the internet. And I used to I used to I have my own weblog, my own blog. And right from the beginning, people from my temple, people from, from other temples, and, pre- and people from internet used to ask me, what can I do, what can I do? And the thing is that I always said, you can do this or that herbal ritual, basic herbal ritual. And to be honest, it was getting boring <laughs> answering almost the same thing every day, <laughs> almost the same thing to everyone, because we, don't have, we can't expect people to be able to, to create much complex rituals in, at, the, at their houses at their homes, so the, the main idea was to to write down things people could do at their houses, at their work, at their, uh, with their families or in, uh, in single practices that would be effective but also would be easier to do and of course my, my, my religious background is African American. Magic. So, I've tried to to put down a simplest, a simpler way to use Orisha's herbal magic, to use the Orisha's magic foundations and rules to create homemade rituals, and that was the origin of the the, the first volume, the Power of Leaves. So, in the in the Portuguese edition. The Secret Leaves Trilogy is made of the power of leaves, the magic of leaves, and the secret of leaves. The thing is, I didn't have the Arole the, Cultural, which is my, my publishing house in Brazil, the, the company I ran in Brazil. It didn't even exist yet. When I, when I wrote The Power of Leaves, uh, the first volume of the trilogy, I was a, uh, an independent author trying to put down a little ideas and to spread and to to make accessible things that I get on my email, on my blog email, or in, in uh, social social media and social networks communities, uh, asking and asking. Uh, oh, sorry, got my lost myself in translation. <laughs> uh, well, the the everyday questions that I have received, and once I have published the the volume, or the first volume. And, and we started to I started to sell it, uh, knocking, knocking on doors and say, oh, here's my first book. Uh, oh, yeah, I can give you a recipe. I can give you a simpler, a simpler answer, but you can take a deeper connection and a deeper learning through my first book. It's uh, available on one or two uh, e-commerces that you can order. We understand uh, that it got missing something a lot of things actually <laughs> because in the first volume in the power of leaves i've i've taught how to create your your own recipes how to combine the leaves how to identify leaves uh, magical properties and magical aspects but i've only i've only written about how to do and not what to use so uh, making a a a Comparison. I, I like to do this comparison with uh, uh, day-to-day life. In the first volume, uh, once it was published, <laughs> I understood, and people got uh, the feedbacks that okay, you you've spoke about how to do, but well, how to cook, making this this comparison with uh, with home home life. You you teach how to cook, but what about the ingredients? Mm-hmm. Uh, how how can i know what's the power of these or that leaf and so when i say the the whole uh, process of writing the trilogy was an organic process it's because i've never actually when i wrote the first volume i never thought it would become a trilogy i never thought it would be published in english i never thought it would take all this uh, uh, all this, uh, size is the right word in English, or this, this dimension, all the mm. dimension that it, yeah. that it took now, and so the, the whole the whole process took me three years of writing, but approximately ten to twelve years of studying and practicing magic and practicing uh, the day to day inside the temples. Then, uh, first of volume was out okay it's selling nicely for a independent author it was a we had this uh one one thousand five hundred copies sold uh as an independent author so it was a huge number for for that reality but people kept asking me what what the the for example what does a basil leaf serve for what's the magic of a rosemary what's the power of these or that leaves and that that took me to write down the second volume. So now that I, that I teach, now that you learned how, how to create your recipes, you must be independent enough to understand which ingredients you, you must use. And more than that, you must be independent enough to know how to change one ingredient for another. So if you don't find a basil leaf, if you don't find rosemary, or if you don't find these or that ingredients, how can you exchange one for another uh without losing the, the magical goal and the magical effectiveness of, of the ritual? So, okay, it was the second year of the, the my writer's life. Uh, I actually never imagined being, being a writer. i uh, I come <laughs> from a 15 year career in, in IT. I was a software programmer. Uh the, the whole thing was let's put on let's write what I do in my in my spiritual life let's mm. let's write and let people know what is the one-on-one magical orisha's herbal magic and in the third year which was the i i, I guess it was the first year of the the uh, the publishing house i, I ran in brazil at least first years of uh an, on commercial market or commercial publishing i I, I, I felt the, I really don't know the right word in English, but I, I guess it was a strong connection with my past. Because as I said, I, I came from a 15 years on IT. I've never imagined to be a Orishas priest. I never imagined to be a writer of um, mind, body and soul titles. I've never imagined to be that involved with Orishas magic. But in my early years, in my teenage years, I used to read, read about Feng Shui. I used to read about uh, all kinds of mystical and esoterical contents that I could find. And, and I, I felt this calling to, to show people that, yeah, Orisha's Herbal, Mag, Herbal Magic is a very effective and and complete and complex way to use... Uh, leaves in your in in your rituals to create most most powerful rituals that you can do but you can also transform your day-to-day routines in rituals in magical rituals so when you're cooking in your house when you're cho- choosing a perfume when you're uh taking a uh taking a bath and a regular bath when you are uh actually when you are even when you're decorating your house you can uh, 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 awaken some magical powers, some magical elements. You can use some magical elements and awaken their their powers to really transform your day to day routine in magical rituals. And that was the motto for the, the third volume. So, mm-hmm. the secret of leaves, which was which is the, the third volume of the of the trilogy, leaves uh, uh, leaves Orisha's magic aside and take you from your day to day. So Mm -hmm. let's look around. Let's take a look on your your routine or the most basic things you do and think a little how can you enchant your life? How can you create a magical muffin uh, Mm -hmm. in in place of a regular muffin? How can you take a herbal tea and uh, enchant that tea to become a, a ritual for prosperity, or for self-awareness, or for anti-stress, or well, any goal you want. Mm-hmm. So uh, then, when I, then I I written the third volume, it became a huge success in Brazil. The, especially the the trilogy box we've created. The the, the publishing company was uh, ongoing, and we saw we were we were distributed all over Brazil and everything else, and. Then I, took, uh, then I took my first business travel abroad. So I went to London Book Fair. It was 2019. Yeah, 2019. Uh, I've decided to visit the London Book Fair. And there I meet people from Llewellyn Worldwide, the, the editors of Llewellyn Worldwide. And once again, I saw myself in the in independent author's uh, character, because I came from a very small com- uh, publishing company in Brazil. We had about 15 to 18 titles published that at that time, and I was in a huge book fair with the biggest editors and biggest publishers all over the world, and I was there, hey, hi Llewellyn, I'm a priest, for, I'm a Russian priest from Brazil, and I think I have something that might interest you, and that was when the magic really happened. Mm-hmm. Because the, the editor, uh, uh, Bill, Bill Proz, which is the editor from New uh, from Orleans, he took me for a coffee and he said, I showed the, the, the three uh, individual books for him, the trilogy books, and he said, Diego, you really have something amazing in your hands. But you've, you've broken it down. You divided it in three volumes. We can't work with this. In, in the US. That's not the, the way books are, are are published in Brazil in, in the US. Mm-hmm. And and he said and he looked at me and he said, why do you think we have a huge volume reorganizing all chapters and making it all a a understandable sequence? Because you have gold content in your hands. You just need a magical touch. And I said, well, who's the best to do magical if uh, to do magic, if not do well. And they really did, they really created an amazing edition that, oh, we have Orisha's Herbal Magic, but a uh, pure Orisha's Herbal Magic, which is the, the first violin, we have a Deep, uh, deep magical uh, herbal magic dish, dictionary, and we have this Feng Shui, perfumery, uh, essential oils, esoteric uh, and mystical content, mm. and they've reorganized it, and well, they they've done great. Then it, then we got the sacred leaves. So the whole the whole idea, uh the whole process actually was organic until magic magic happened, and I'm grateful to to Cross and to Llewellyn editors that made that happen
0: yeah that's that's quite the journey so what did the translation part look like did Llewellyn I assume Llewellyn did the translation or had that done
1: yeah yeah Llewellyn uh, Llewellyn uh, did the translation so I sent them the the Portuguese manuscripts they they did all the 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 raw translation but one thing that uh, how was how the word that uh, took me the most, I guess. I, I, I'm trying to find a, a word for it, but uh, what I, I felt really, uh, they really took care of the, the, the work, mm-hmm. but they actually give, gave me the chance to be a part of it. So they've, they've done the first translation and sent me the English transla- the English file, the English text, to say, Diego, now is the time for you, as an author and as a priest, to take a look and says and say if that's that's your message. Mm-hmm. So I have the opportunity to really uh, pinch a little parts of the text and says no, that, that's not exactly what I what I was uh, trying to do to say. That's not. This was a very uh, comfortable work with them, mm-hmm. and they've done. An amazing job by taking that uh, that leaves dictionary because we have on the on the magic of leaves on the, the leaves di- dictionary we have the common names the scientific names and the the african magical names of the mm-hmm. of each species we have three hundred sixty five species catalogued so they've done a huge work mm-hmm. looking for the English common names for for the leaves so when we have, I, I I like to use basil as an example. Uh, basil in Brazil is called manjericao, so it's a very difficult word to speak in English, <laughs> and uh, uh, we until nowadays we don't know any, uh, dic- any uh, dictionary that makes this this uh, translation from. Common uh, common names to from English to Portuguese, so they've done a huge research by the by the scientific names scientific names mm-hmm. to find the right common names to be to be published in English, so that uh, English readers can uh, easily understand which we're talking about and to find them at their herbalist or in the market near their houses. And they, they've done a great job. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I was impressed with that. That was just i i wondered kind of how that came together because that is quite the undertaking to have all of all of that especially i think especially with um with the names of plants i i have written books that are set in slovenia and have had the opportunity to have to translate like you said common herbs that you know the name in english might be very different than the name in slovenian sometimes they're very similar but sometimes they're so different and we had to resort to the scientific name to try and figure out what we were talking about because there was no way to to make that work there was no dictionary like you said mm-hmm. that had those words in it the way we needed it so
1: yeah and that was the, the the most basic uh goal for for the for the book because the whole idea is that anyone can do herbal orisha's herbal magic at their houses so how can i say to you? oh victoria now you can do Orishka's magic with an ingredient that you really don't know what it is because I've kept the your original name or I've only said the the magical name. Now, oh, do the work looking for it. No, you well indeed an amazing job with that, and by by looking for the most uh, accessible name in English for each for each plant. And, <laughs> It was a 365 species, mm-hmm. so it was a lot of work. And <laughs> now they have this amazing edition. I'm, I'm really thrilled yeah. to have it all over the world now.
0: <laughs> it's interesting to talk to you in person, now, well, via Zoom, Um after reading the book, because one of the things I noticed in the translation was that it's very conversational, and despite reading it in English, like I feel now, like your personality actually came through quite well. And knowing that you partly edited that translation makes sense too.
1: Oh, I'm so I'm so honored to 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 hear that. Uh, the the translation did the work too, because uh, that's uh, I used to say that's my voice when writing. Mm-hmm. and I have three three books in english published now, three books published in english now the next one will be released a few days from now in next uh, in september and my 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 idea is that the books do this they you 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 don't read you you talk it's a it's a mm-hmm. conversation and that mm-hmm. was one thing that we we actually also struggled with the translation for this uh, this next book that's coming out in september because uh, we have a lot of um, what's the word in English? In Portuguese they are genius so slangs. We have a mm-hmm. lot of slangs I, I use a lot of slangs in this next mm-hmm. book that did a lot of sounds in Portuguese and we struggled a lot to, to find that uh, English slangs that will do the same without mm-hmm. losing the the, the uh, enchantment Let's mm-hmm. say the the charm uh, without yeah. losing the charm for for, for speaking with the yeah. with the, the reader. So I'm um,
0: yeah. I you. would and imagine I just, that's that's a challenge. I mean, even like especially depending on who your translator is. If you have a Portuguese translator who is from Portugal versus a Portuguese Portuguese translator who's from Brazil, that's going to be a huge difference too, right? I mean, so
1: yeah, yeah. You are and that, that's this is also the something that you're willing. Took care a lot, and they have uh, they've hired a Brazilian translators to do the job, so it was easier for her to mm-hmm. to make this this uh, this translation. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh no, no, that totally makes sense. So you mentioned that you have started your own publishing company, and I noticed that when I did my you know internet sleuthing, stalking before I interviewed people. Uh-huh. Do you want to talk a little bit about that and about how that happened and what you all publish and
1: yeah, Arolê, which is the, the name of of my publishing house, is a publishing house de- dedicated to uh, mind-body and so African American magic titles. So we started it to publish to to really uh, reg- uh, register all these African Brazilian traditions. Mm-hmm. So we started with uh, Umbanda and Candomblé, which are the, the most known. The, the most known traditions in brazil or traditions in brazil and uh now we have done a few things more we've published haitian voodoo we're publishing Cari- caribbean traditions caribbean black traditions magical traditions we are publishing a lot of uh non non-brazilian but american uh contents always trying to spread the word for black uh, for black people magic so uh-huh. the idea is to empower these traditions and make them known throughout the world mm-hmm. uh we have about four, 40 to forty five titles uh, published titles now We're talking about uh, orisha's magic black uh, brazilian black magic which is an amazing team we have some we have a a magical tradition that was founded in brazil by a spirit so in 1952 a spirit embodied and uh possessed a a priest a priestess in southern brazil and said well i'm founding a new tradition a new magic tradition that will deal with all kinds of marginals and uh rascals and uh uh yeah, I guess rascals is the best word. <laughs> so we're, we will deal with low, uh, low level spirits to empower people to take, uh, to take their lives in their own hands and to get their goals going and everything like that. So uh, that's that's, the, the, that's our mission, actually, uh-huh. to spread the, world, the word of uh, black magic, in, in, the, in the sense of African magic, black people's magic, yeah. to spread their, wo- their word along the world, And truth be told, we're doing fine. Thanks, thanks to all the Orishas, we're, we're doing fine because <laughs> we now have, four, uh, as I said, we have 40 to 45 books published in Portuguese and about eight to 10 books sold to, to US publishers. So we are, we are doing the job. We're getting this word spread mm-hmm. around. And one thing that thrills me the most is that we've published a book about Haitian voodoo last year in Portuguese, and it was now sold to Llewellyn too. So Llewellyn Orleans will, will take a Haitian tradition that historically got, uh, uh, got to the US on New Orleans, Mm-hmm. The, the New Orleans voodoo and Marie Laveau and all that uh Caribbean slash North American tradition written by a Brazilian priest that is now going to be exported back to the to the US. So that's amazing. <laughs> we have this exchanging of this culture exchanging mm-hmm. uh with, with the work. And well my company has five years now. We started in 2017. And once again, thanks all the riches. Uh, now I can uh, dedicate myself to deal with the, the foreign business. So with mm-hmm. the foreign, uh, the the foreign fairs and foreign publishers to to deal this this Portuguese books to be translated in all, uh, in other languages. And I have my husband that takes care of all the commercial and uh, marketing and, and and commercial stuff for inside uh, for. Brazilian market, so mm-hmm. that's that's great. Well,
0: oh, it's nice to be able to break it up like that, too. To have you know, to have a couple that a that you can work together. That's huge, always. <laughs> <laughs> And B that you can split your time and do that. I mean, we talked a little bit before. It was like my husband helps with the podcast. He does all the editing and does all uh-huh. the producing and stuff. And then we have a publishing company together to you, and we kind of split that that work. Similarly, we're not we're not publishing in foreign places yet, but um, it, it is great to have that kind of partnership in your work. I, I do I do feel like that is a gift to be able to do.
1: Yeah, that. yeah, that's that's really a gift, and uh, that's a I, I'm i love uh, common sayings popular sayings and there is a saying in portuguese i'm not quite sure the the, the right translation for it but the, the 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 raw message would be that uh when you do what you love when you work with what you love you really don't have to work
0: uh mm-hmm. for
1: for a life something something like that yeah when you there's do what a similar one in English yeah. like find a job you
0: love and you'll never work a day in your life or yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that that's, yeah
1: that's the one no. Yeah, and, no, I'm familiar. Uh, and I, I, I guess I'm twice blessed because I work with what, what I love I, I do what I love for working and I work with my love so mm-hmm. uh and I have my husband running the company with me and of course, uh, just like any business, it, we, we must sell, we must have money, we must uh, have profit and, and things like that. But we're not looking for it. Mm-hmm. We're actually looking for spreading the word. Uh-huh. And the universe always turns back with blessings and uh, successful uh, publishings And money. I guess that's the, the, the key of magic. Mm-hmm. And uh, there is—I I quite don't remember now which book I say this. I guess it's in the Sacred Leaves, in the the, the third book of the trilogy, and now in the, in the mm-hmm. probably in the midst of the of the the English edition that money is an energy, and just like any energy, it can become a bless or a uh, a blessing or a. Uh, Lost the word. Curse. Uh, curse. Thank you. <laughs> curse. Yeah. So money is an energy, and it can become a blessing mm-hmm. or a curse in our lives. And just like any any other energy, we must relate with it. We mm-hmm. must deal with it. With it. And uh, if you pass your whole life, uh, I'm, I'm tr- I will, I will try to to find the right English words for it. Always thinking on portuguese sorry uh (laughs) if you chase money Mm. it will run away from you just like if you chase anyone else in the street if you go chasing someone you will scare that people you you, he or she will run away from you but if you go there and say hi money how are you i'm (laughs) a nice guy and i'm doing my job and i'm taking my life so what about we have a nice relationship oh Prosperity will come. That's, mm-hmm. that's the, the And that works for every, everything in, in, in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, if someone chases a, a, a husband or a, or a wife, someone chases love, they might, uh, takes uh, finding a, a love as a life objective as a, as a life goal, you won't find. If you mm-hmm. chase happiness, if you woke up every day, wake up every day and says, "Today I'm going to look for my happiness, you won't. Because you are not leaving. Mm. And I, I guess that's the... the, the you, know, you know what, Victoria? That's the magic secret for mm. any kind, any, any goal. You don't have to chase anything. You must leave.
2: Mm. You
1: must focus on today. When, uh, uh, people must focus on what they want to do and be. And share and leave today you can't pass your whole life regretting what, what was gone, regretting yesterday, but you also can't leave every time looking ahead and expecting for tomorrow and mm-hmm. and forgetting to, uh, forgetting to leave what you're, yeah. what you're doing now that's that's the, the key of magic
0: yeah oh, I like that and I was, I was thinking to like what you said about you know the though you have to make a living at having you know the publishing house has to Uh sustain itself all that stuff we my husband and i have the same conversation it's like our goal and it sounds like your goal too is like our goal in publishing sorry in the publishing house is we wanted to publish books we wanted to see in the world exactly we wanted to support writers who might not be able to find a place at a traditional publisher and put those books out into the world and you know like We've had some small successes We're, you know, we're still pretty, we start, we started the company right before the pandemic. So not the best time oh, to start a company. Uh, so our first couple of projects fell through because of stuff related to the pandemic, but we are now seeing things really prosper. And, um, yeah, it's kind of been, I think it's like, you know, though, you live in a capitalist culture that requires you to mm-hmm. make your bread, that doesn't mean that you can't also do those magical things that also brings good things to other people, not just yourself, you know? Like, I think that is
1: important. Yeah, and uh, I, I really believe that we, we are entitled to, to prosperity. We are, uh, we have a rightful, uh, rightful, right? It's not. Yes. Yeah, that works yeah rightful right <laughs> is that is that a, a, a nice and i expression <laughs> i guess we have a rightful right to be well living uh polish words aside we have a rightful right to become rich that's not uh, at least I, I i can speak for myself i'm not christian i'm not uh, looking for an afterlife salvation and uh giving up for my real life nowadays. I, I, I really believe we only live once and not just like a common saying. Uh, I'm not I'm not in a very spiritual point of view. We only live once. So you must look for the best you want and the best you can achieve for mm-hmm. this life. The thing is, uh, there is no point in, on... Being rich or being uh, having having a love forced by a spell on your side. So uh, when we're talking about some uh, magical stuff, we know there are a lot of uh, love spells to to force someone to be with you. So what's the point of uh, passing some some li- some limits to have what you want? Uh, we are entitled to be happy we are entitled to be rich we're entitled to be uh, healthy we are entitled to live a love i I guess that's our most uh the word sorry (laughs) but the the thing is uh we can't once again there is no point on chasing what you want Mm -hmm. we must deserve it we must earn it by looking for the Best way to leave, and mm-hmm. yeah, we we have we live in a capitalist world. We must money, even to, almost we almost pay to breathe nowadays. So, but uh, we need to leave those. Uh, oh, I'm sorry to be good aside. That's a, I guess that's one of the biggest uh, mistakes people do when. Looking for even even looking for Christ for Jesus Christ uh, teachings. He never said you must be poor. He said you must be humble. And there is a huge difference <laughs> between being poor and being humble. We must, even for Christians, we must understand the truth behind the the, the Bible saints and not getting into. Oh, let's suffer on this life. Oh, let's give give up on all good life can give us now so I can find salvation when I'm dead.
0: Yeah. Uh, that has, it's always been one of those things I've thought about. I mean, I grew up Christian, you know, going to church and things like that. Uh-huh. And I never understood the purpose of having beauty in the world if we weren't supposed to enjoy it on some level. Exactly. Exactly. So, and you know
1: uh, that. Uh, I mean, I'm a, I'm a, as, a, as I said in my bio, and as you read in my bio, uh, I'm a Kimbanda priest, which is this black magic tradition, f- tradition founded in Brazil. And every time we talk about black magic, people get, whoa, he, do, he, he works with devil and makes uh, evil spells. And and actually, no, the the, the whole uh, philosophical point when, when I talk about black magic tradition, when I talk about Kimbanda, is to get your lives in your own hands you know uh to 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 really leave this sinner culture aside and that's the, the, the biggest difference of kimbanda for other magical traditions we have in, in, in brazil at least uh, because or not magical but spiritual traditions we have in brazil mm-hmm. most of them are based on this Uh, charity slash poverty slash uh, fake humbleness so I'll give up of myself now to uh, serve others or to take care of others as if this would guarantee a salvation afterlife but if we take a deeper look at it people are always looking for something, they are chasing something and they are they are uh, <laughs> they they can even give up their comfort and their happiness for this life in exchange for a, a earning in the next in the next life and that's the thing that kimbanda says kimbanda says you don't have to wait because you don't know what's gonna be in the other side you don't know mm-hmm. what's, if there's gonna be another life an afterlife so what about being happy now Mm -hmm. keeping of course keeping the uh the respect for others keeping the respect for yourself uh keeping your ethics keeping your morals keeping all the things that makes us human and respectable and Mm -hmm. that's the, the, the the sensitive the sensible point keeping the respect and keeping respectable Mm-hmm. You must be happy now. You must achieve your goals now, and I guess that's the the that's the goal of all magic. Because why are we doing magic after all, if not for reaching reaching for our goals, mm-hmm. reaching for our desires? And why does a lot of magic rituals never work for a lot of people? Because they're looking for the other. They're mm-hmm trying to to dominate or to force other people to do or to be or to become or to uh, come back or uh and they forget to do rituals for themselves
2: mm-hmm. they
1: forget to uh, talking about the secret leaves they forget that okay you can i am i'm not against love spells really i'm not against love spells but you can't be loved if you don't love yourself uh, uh. Before it. So instead of doing a, a, a love spell for forcing someone to be with you, what about making some personal rituals, some bath, some herbal baths, some fumigation, some incenses to uh, self love, to self confidence, to protect yourself against uh, the evil eye or the envy? And uh, what about to protect yourself from yourself? <laughs> yeah and this is something that i speak a lot on, on uh, african afro brazilian numerology book that will be released next september uh, how how many of my pro- my problems am i responsible for what choices i made in my life and what choices i give up making so i leave uh, I, I let uh, let life take like, take its own course but when i don't when i don't make a choice I'm also choosing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I'm not in if in English the, the the phrase makes sense, but everything that happens to us, everything that happens to us is our own responsibility. Of course, I can't take responsibility for someone that uh comes at me and shot me in the head. Okay. That's that's uh the, the, the this the the practical thing.
2: yeah.
1: uh, Someone that makes me harm, someone that, uh, well, hurts me in in any way. I'm not responsible for the the person that hurt me, but I am, at at the very least, I am responsible of how I suffer with that, how I internalize that suffering, and what do I take from that experience? Mm -hmm. Uh, On a love breakup for example i can spend my whole life crying and uh cursing and suffering for that lost love from 10 years ago or i can look myself and said and and think okay it ended it's not happening anymore what what took us to that point what took us for, for the breaking up, and how can I become a better person? Understanding the, the other people' mistakes, understanding my and understanding and recognizing my own mistakes, and with all that in hands, how can I use magic not to force someone to do what I want, but to create an environment that allows me to get where I want. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, that makes sense. Hmm. So this is not exactly a follow on that question. I'm going to go back to writing okay. <laughs> kind of a, one, a 180, <laughs> but I am thinking about that. Um, but I was just thinking about like, w- with your spiritual and your magical practice and, and sharing that through writing, like, Especially now that you also have the publishing company, like how much of your life is writing and how do you, how do those things weave together for you? Because I imagine that's, you know, being a a priest, running this company and also working on your own writing. How do you balance all of those things?
1: Um, That's the Tricky question, actually.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I like to ask writers this question. It yeah, is a tricky that's a,
1: question. <laughs> that's a tricky question because uh, it it takes me for for the for the thing we spoke a little uh, right right for that. I try not to chase things up. So uh, I, I I got myself thinking about this this this, no, this year 2022 I will probably uh, I probably won't release any any new book of my own I of course will have a new new releases on Anolis, uh, the, the company I ran in Brazil but I probably won't have uh books of my own because I got I got myself asking what the public wants to hear what to read what my reader wants to, to find and that's not the question
2: when
1: I think about what can I write to sell what can I write that will become a success I'm not doing my I'm not fulfilling my mission I'm not fulfilling my my my, uh, I lost the word, sorry my but yeah, uh, if, I, if I'm if i looking for what will I write that can become a success I, I won't be too, I won't be doing what I love so, this year I took uh, kind of a sabbatic year to leave to leave a lot of uh, experiences, spiritual experiences, and uh, of course, spiritual uh, lessons that I we we are always learning, so that I can have that click that will tell me, well, this is worth uh, spreading out, you know. Mm-hmm. So I really don't have a clear answer for what you ask because <laughs> I don't think on what I'll write. I guess things happen organically, actually, mm-hmm. because the whole idea is that what can I take, what lessons can I share you know Mm
2: -hmm.
1: how can I not what can I sell but how can I help other people to transform their own lives I I really don't see myself as a as a life-changing life changer actually I, I don't see any priest as the responsible for the changing of someone's life I guess every people must take their own lives in in their hands and do the process and we can Mm -hmm. only we the the priests and priestesses or magic uh, or spiritual leaders or something uh we can only be the guiders you know uh there there is a a a netflix documentary on uh robin williams robin williams no sorry uh that oh that biggest uh, coach uh, uh, I forgot Hobbin, not no Hobbin Windows is the actor. Uh, well, this will be edited after, right?
0: Yes, we could, after some, edited, we could do some we can do some editing. Right? Okay.
1: <laughs> so. I will just look for the uh just let me Google it. I'm not your guru, Tony Robbins. So oh, let's go. Tony Robbins. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so it, it got me thinking, uh, I just remember now, that a Netflix documentary about Tony Robbins' life, the hugest, uh super coach, superstar, that's called I'm not your guru.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm not
1: your guru. I, I said it right? Guru? Yeah. Guru? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm not your guru. Well, at least and, that's uh, how we
0: pronounce it in English. It may be different in Hindi, okay, but great. that's how we say it in English. <laughs>
1: And that—that's the thing. Uh, he is a superstar life coach that uh, people take as a, a role model, and people take as almost a, a spiritual guru that will transform their lives and never. And well, he's a. Can I say a bad word? Yes, <laughs> uh, we have an okay. explicit rating. You can't oh, okay. say bad word. <laughs> the fucking superstar on uh, on uh, life coaching and. He puts, I guess, 10,000 people in, a, in an event, uh, in a coaching event uh, every year. And the thing is, he says, I'm not going to change your life. You will. I'll just show you the way. I'll just take you there. And that's one of my writer's uh, reflections. I, I really don't have a writing process I really don't have a writing goal you know mm. uh, I can't betray myself I can write for the money I want and I will earn money for what I'm writing but uh, it can look uh, it, sometimes it can look just a uh, word uh, word tricking you know you're just a, a, a gimky play with words but uh that's a, a truth behind it mm. And talking about writing process, uh, any, any uh, all all of my books, I guess it took me, I know I don't know three to four weeks to write it down. To, to, to sit it on my on my computer and type all things, it took me not not more not more than than four weeks to do so. Mm. But the thing is how many times uh, how many time it took me to, to to think about all that content and to leave all that content i mm. can't write something that i haven't lived i, I can't write and write something that i haven't that i haven't experienced mm. experienced you know that doesn't make sense in my life and it makes me it's make me make me think about Something I, I, someone actually I've met of around five to six years ago. I wasn't, I, I didn't have the the publishing company yet, so it must be more than that. I guess seven to eight years. Uh, a girl that came to to a spiritual uh, in an oracle uh, session with me, and she was looking for the love of her, the love of her of her life. the The goal of her life was to find a man and to to find a husband and to have have love, we did a few spells for her, and and etc. And you know what surprised me the most at that time? She came for the, the readings, for the Oracle readings, with a very explicit objective, with a very explicit goal. She wanted love. She was looking for love. She was looking for a guy and she was a love coach for a living. She actually have had some uh, Find Your Love blah, blah, blah books published. Wow. Uh-huh. And it got me thinking, well, how, what's happening? <coughs> how can you sell <coughs> to others? A, Let's find your love. I'll guide you to the love of your life uh, coaching lessons. If you don't even Find a love for yourself, you know? And well, who am I to judge that? But I can do that.
0: <laughs> it's kinda eye opening. Yeah. It is eye opening, yeah. Um yeah, I don't I don't know, we um I, I hesitate to even say this because I don't like to invoke the ire of the gods i guess but uh my husband and, <laughs> and i've been together for 20 years and people are like you guys should write a book and i was like absolutely not that's how you that's how you invite bad things
2: to
1: happen exactly
0: <laughs> <laughs> like no we won't do that but i appreciate no, it but your,
1: no yeah keep your love behind keep your uh keep your winnings <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. i don't know the the that line. it's a yeah. secret
0: you know i don't know, i don't think it's a great secret i think we just found the right person we'd both been married before yeah the whole thing but um but yeah it that i find that surprising that that would be your living and then also you haven't been able to have that but i don't know maybe it's also like what is it the cobbler's children don't have shoes when you do it for a living you can't do it for yourself kind of thing so who knows Um, but since you've said that about, you know, not being a guru and not expecting to, to change people's lives, what do you hope readers take away from your books? Like, what is, what do you hope they do take away or walk away from these books with?
1: What I really hope they, they take from the books is the, if I can, if I can resume that in one phrase, is that magic, magic exists. But magic won't do the work if you are not willing to do the work. Mm-hmm. That's that's the, the, the I guess that's the biggest secret, and that's the biggest message. You mm-hmm. know, you you can put all magical ingredients together and summon all gods and goddesses that exist in the world, and find that oh, how ancient magical recipe with a golden. Uh, a sigil and everything like that but it it's not harry potter you know (laughs) things won't uh just appear in front of you magic will make things happen in your in your reality Mm -hmm. and magic will make reality come true but you must be uh you must be willing to pay the price that's the thing and what I what I always try to, to put on my books that thing of the writer's voice that we spoke about and the chit chat that I try to do with the the way I write mm-hmm. is to to take to take readers to my own life mm-hmm. you know look I, I've lived that i I, I leave that I experienced that so at least I, I I really I don't want to become a guru but I want to I want to show that Diorisha's magic and issues magic and Kimbanda's magic can help you to transform your own life. I'm very proud to say, you know, Victoria, I'm, I'm very proud to say I'm, I'm a very, very, very happy man. I, I, I am. My, 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 my shrink actually uh, uh, argues with me Every session we have, because she says, you know, every time you come to a session, you said, oh, my life is good. I don't have anything to complain. So how can I treat you? How can I help you <laughs> with, it, it, with, with the session? And I says, yeah, but actually, of course, I have daily issues to, to deal with. Mm-hmm. I have uh, work problems. I have, uh, well, a lot, of, a lot of things that every person has, but magic helped me. To understand that these daily issues and these daily uh, struggles and this like this life challenges, won't defeat me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And at least, if I can show through my books, especially through Orisha's, uh, Orisha's herbal magic and African numerology together, if, if 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 we could take all the all those books together in a whole uh, life lessons. Um, orisha's life lessons uh, (laughs) this will be the the main the main message life is good Mm -hmm. but we must we we must look for it
2: yeah
1: Uh, i can't make i can't expect to a prosperity spell to to work if i spend my whole day saying bad words and thinking of poverty and uh using uh uh, I, I really miss uh, English. The English expression that I'm looking for, but I can expect uh, prosperity rituals for prosperity spells to work if I don't think prosper. Mm-hmm. If I don't think, if I don't really believe that I am what I am looking for,
2: mm-hmm.
1: that I that I, I that I can achieve, that I can, if I can't see myself where I want to be. How can I expect for something invisible to take me there? And uh, that was one of the, the translation struggles we found in the, we had in uh, African African numerology book because in uh, Alice in Wonderland Portuguese edition there is a saying that is not in the original one and I just find out find that out <laughs> in in, in while, while, yeah we just find find that out while translating African numerology to to English from mm-hmm. uh, from Portuguese to English. And people uh, at the publishers they they do a uh, a deep research on uh, uh, bibliographic references and uh, this this credits and everything like that. And there there is a saying in the Portuguese edition that was supposed to be a Lewis Carroll saying in Alice of uh, Alice in Wonderland, and they get back to me while while the, the translation was going on. And they said you know actually this this phrase is not in the book they said yes it is Uh, yeah i have the book in my hands it is and they said no actually it's not in the original english text yeah so uh that was of course from uh alice in wonderland in english to portuguese translation there are a few adaptations and uh well things that got and messed up and the portuguese version in, in the Portuguese version of Alice in Wonderland, there is a saying, that, a phrase that says, if you don't know where you're going, any road will do. That's the, the, the phrase. Mm-hmm. And they said, actually, that's not what's in the original, but it serves the, the purpose. So we took the, the Lewis Carroll uh, credit for the, for the, <laughs> the, the phrase. And just like okay, the phrase. Let's, let's keep the phrase because, but, because that's, that's the, the, the whole point, you know. Mm-hmm. uh magic exists so what do I, what do I want readers to get from the books magic works magic magic exists but if you don't know where you're going any road will do Pain. so you must take your life in your own hands you must be uh grown enough to be able to look at yourself at the mirror and says i've I've done I've done a mistake I'm wrong I I but I am willing to uh fix that
2: mm-hmm.
1: especially with ourselves yeah and uh self-responsibility is my life keyword and that's what I most expect people to get from the from the books self Self-respons- take self-responsibility for your life And once you did that, once you've done that, use magic to achieve Mm -hmm. your goals. You know, Mm. don't try to use magic to fix others. You can't. You can only fix yourself.
2: Yeah.
1: And Uh. once you fix yourself, I can speak for me. uh, You can be fucking happy. (laughs) You can be yeah. Yeah. Life can be fucking good. You know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, that's, a, that's a great way to think about it. I mean, I think that's advice across life in general, whether you do magic or not. But um, before we get to our last question, I wanted to okay. give you an opportunity to talk about stuff you might have coming up. Like I said, this will air later in the fall. And then um, where people can find you.
1: Well, people can find me. The, the best way to find me is through Instagram. So you can find me in at Diego de Chossi. Oshasi, it's a X word. So Diego, de O X O S S I. Oshasi. <laughs> <laughs> and well, if you don't know how to spell it, Google Sacred Leaves. I'm the author. Check the, check the spelling and, and you can find me on, on Instagram. People can always find me in my website too. So br. Uh, that's the best way to talk with me, to reach me. We have a few nice things coming up for this year and the next one. So we are now recording in August, but will be live on November. So when you hear us, hearing us, it will probably have have been released, my newest book in English, African-Brazilian Numerology by Inner Traditions Publishing. It's a huge, a complete course, a a complete uh, yeah, of course. I guess uh, uh, about how to do the, the the math for African numerology. How to uh, to uh, do the math, create the numerology maps, the birth charts, and how to uh, interpret interpret is that right? Mm-hmm. How to to interpret to interpret the 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 odus, which is the the African. Destiny Roads: How to interpre- Interpret DoDs in Your Birth Chart, but it's also a huge, a huge book, an amazing book as a tool for self transformation. So all this, uh, what what do I want my readers to get from the book? Uh, is there in African Brazilian numerology book? It's being released next September. Get that on Amazon, on Barnes & Nobles, on your favorite bookshop. Uh, You'll have the, the hands-on course on how to do numerolo- African numerology. And the last half of the book is a self-transformation tool that will guide you through, through this self-responsibility process. Go there. If you like uh, black magic, spirits, magic, uh, hands-on, dark side spells, there is an amazing book released last year, actually, by Inner Traditions 2. It's called Braze- Brazi- Traditional Brazilian Black Magic, where I talk all the secrets on Kimbanda and Eshu and Pombajida. But the most practical book, the most practical content you can find to turn your life, to turn your day-to-day into magic rituals, is Sacred Leaves by Allen. Uh, and we'll have in the book, you can... But there is a uh, free ebook, downloadable, no, sorry, uh, a free online course. So you get the book, you do the sign up on the website, and you get a free online course on herbal magic, on Orisha's herbal magic. So go for it. Next year, March 23, we have the Orisha's card deck, the Orisha's magic card oracle coming up by rockpool publishing australia it's been released it's an australian uh, it's an australian publisher but it's going to be released worldwide so if you want to have the orisha's advices and the orisha's word in your day-to-day you can uh do the oracle turn turn the cards on the oracle and get the orisha's uh messages for your daily life and well reach me on Instagram, Diego de Ochosi. In the website, we'll have some Orishas, uh, herbal witchcraft, and Kimbanda workshops for foreigners in Brazil. We have. We're now just finishing a huge renovation at the temple to uh, host people there to get a hands-on live events. So probably February to April 23, we'll have the Kimbanda and the herbal magic workshops for foreigners. If you have the chance to come to Brazil, come, come meet us and let's make magic together.
0: Oh, that's awesome. OK, so our last question is a little bit of a game of chance. I'm going to roll oh, okay. a die and um, <clears throat> we're going one of the to- the topic will be one of those things we're not supposed to talk about. But okay. for witches <laughs> and magic users we talk about them. So um, depending on what I roll, one through six, uh, death, sex, religion, politics or money. We've kind of talked about all of those. Okay. Um, and if I roll a six, you get to pick which one you want. Okay. So three, religion.
1: Religion.
0: And we touch on this a little bit. So this will go a little deeper on this question. So you talked about like this perception of black magic that people have this idea that it is only evil and only dark. and And I think in English, the word gets a little bit of a disservice because there's this idea of black versus white magic, but also African magic or uh-huh, uh-huh. Af- Amer- African-American <laughs> traditions of magic. So what do you think culturally, like when you, when you think about like mainstream culture, what does it get absolutely wrong about black magic?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, the, what does it get absolutely wrong on the
0: cultural perception? Mm-hmm. I mean I think there's probably a lot but I'm kind of curious on your perspective. I guess
1: the the simplest the better and the the answer would be that black magic only does harm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And only is the key word in the answer because what I what I think is that any religious tradition, any spiritual tradition any cultural tradition, any tradition in the world, is good. People do bad. People do harm, mm-hmm. and we can look for uh, in them. I'll I'll be very tricky here. I'll be <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll use I'll, I'll, I'll get I'll get your your uh, your dice to to three mingles four. And speak (laughs) a little bit about politics. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) because uh, I have a few friends that are Muslims, for example. And I know that when we talk about Muslims to uh, uh, US citizens, it gets very tricky due to September 11 and all that uh, terrific, not terrific, those tragic, uh, Mm -hmm. lost myself in English here. Sorry, people who are hearing us, those tragic things Mm -hmm. that happened on uh, September 11. But Muslims don't do bad. Isis do. You know, people do harm. And that's the most wrong point of view about black magic. Black magic is all about getting to know yourself, getting to know what you want and doing and using all the tools you have to achieve your personal goals. Mm -hmm. Black magic traditions are selfish traditions. And I'm not I'm not sorry to say they are right in that point of view.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Because if you don't take care of yourself, who's going to do? And if you don't look for yourself, who's going to do?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And if you spend your whole life giving up of your own life to take care of others, to look for the others, who's going to look for you? And that's the, the, the key point, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, black magic is all about doing what you will, doing what pleasures you searching for and using the magical tools you have for that mm-hmm. so black magic does harm yes there are a few a lot of spells that can that can do harm but people do harm and they don't even need magic for it so that's the. Uh, i think her,
0: that uh, that you know, right there the,
1: the devil is not always bad you know <laughs> yeah
0: i think that right there is that people do harm And they don't need magic to do it. I mean, I think that right there is that's key. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I am. I mean, I I will say, you know, growing up, um, like I said, you know, my house wasn't particularly religious, but I went to church a lot as a kid. I was a seeker person, you know, I was trying to find the answers Mm -hmm. to things. And so I did definitely when I first came to magic, had this very like, I don't do those things, you know, that's that's a whole separate thing I won't talk about it I don't want to know about it whatever and then like you said once you really look at it it I like that what you said about is selfish is that we have this idea that doing something for yourself is in itself a bad thing but it's not. I mean, and the very cliche thing is, you put your oxygen you mask on first, right? So you can help mm-hmm. someone put theirs on. And it, it's cliche, but it's true. It's like you will pass yeah. out if you don't put yours on first. <laughs> so
1: exactly. Yeah. La- magic is uh, <laughs> magic is just like a airplane crashes.
0: <laughs> yes. Can, can right. be, be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Well. I, I, I love that we ended on this very upbeat, interesting take on things. And um, I so appreciate you coming on the show. And I especially appreciate you doing an interview in English, which I know is not your first language, which is a challenge. And I really appreciate your time and your effort to do that. So thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you a lot, Victoria. I'm very honored to be with you in the show and that we can speak uh, not only about the books and not only about magic, but about life, you know, that's, that's the, the biggest message that is behind all those, those texts. So thank you. Thank you a lot for the opportunity. And I wish we can meet up together uh, once again.
0: Yeah, me too. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Bye-bye.
0: Which Lit is a production of Thousand Volt Press and is edited by Kaifel Agostini. Our music is Voices by Alexander Shinekar. You can support our work at ko-fi.com witchlitpodcast. And if you'd like to submit your own death, sex, religion, politics, or money questions, or have questions or comments about the show, you can send an email to victoria at witchlitpod.com. And please be sure to let us know if we can use your name on the show transcripts and all our previous episodes are available at witchlitpod.com and you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at witchlitpod. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and consider giving us a rating or review wherever you listen to podcasts. It helps other witches find the show. Thanks for listening and for reading witchy.